Welcome to the Leadership Recipes Podcast, where we look at different challenges that leaders face and how to address them. This podcast is for you, so I invite you in to listen and engage all of the ingredients and see which one fits you best. It's time to fill the pantry. Hey, welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to Leadership Recipes. I'm your host, Neil Harrison. Certainly glad to be with you uh, again today uh, on our journey to become the best leaders that we possibly can be. Uh, Just a real quick recap to last week's show where we talked about presumed relationships. Hopefully, everybody was able over the last week or so to uh, just take a reflection back on the relationships that you have. Uh, at work and maybe personal too, as far as just which ones of those may be, um, you know, a relationship or more to the relationship than than what uh, you know. Maybe you think there's more to it than what there actually is, and hopefully you're able to come up with some. Um, you know, just some ideas and some thoughts of, you know, maybe I have treated that relationship a little bit differently than I should have been. Uh, So I encourage you to go back and take a listen to last week's uh, episode in case you missed out. Uh, This week, certainly glad that you've decided to come back and join us again uh, for a topic that that I think uh, is is very important, and that is the, the topic of trust and integrity. Now, uh, trust and integrity is is critical from a lot of different angles, and I'm going to try to touch on on them from a, you know on trust and integrity from a, from two or three different angles, if you will. Um, and we'll start off with the employee or associate uh, angle, and and just start straight out of the gate with with a simple fact. And some people have looked at me uh, very strange or kind of wide eyed when I said this, but here's the reality. If you can't be trusted as an associate, there is no need for you to be on the team. And it's that simple. Uh, if, if your leader cannot trust you, uh, if you cannot be trusted, that that is a major problem and a problem that you need to address and fix if that's the issue. Now, the the... the Lack of trust may be unwarranted, so you need to try to figure out, well, how, how do I get to the, the root cause of why people think that? Um, and just think about your actions. Look about uh, look at how you may act on a day-to-day basis or whatnot. Um, you know, are you doing things to help your leader, or does it seem like it's always a struggle? Um, and, and so from an associate-slash-employee standpoint, I would say just straight out of the gate, that's one of the most critical things uh, that everybody has to understand. Now, let me flip the coin on you, because this is the part that people, uh, a lot of times, especially leaders, don't get. Leaders, you need to trust more. You have to give trust in order to receive trust. I mean, think about it. Um, you, you know, do your associates, here's, here's a surefire way to tell if your people trust you or not, or if, or if they, they feel like you trust them. Do they come and ask you about every single little thing for approval or how to do or uh, justification? Or do they come to you and say, hey, this is a decision that I made and this is, this is where we're going as far as directionally? See, that's really important because if your people aren't coming to you telling you what they are doing, then they don't feel that you trust them. And that's going to be something that that 
you're going to have to kind of let go of the side of the pool a little bit on because they have to feel that it is the nucleus of any relationship that you have is you have to have trust. Now, that's 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 personal life, business life, whatever. You have to be able to trust your associates or in your personal life. You've got to be able to trust whoever, whoever that may be, uh, in order to to get along accordingly. and, and, you know, I want you to think about it just for a couple couple moments here. Do you feel like you trust your associates? Do you trust your associates? Yes or no? Not well sometimes in this situation. Yes or no? Do you trust them? Now, for those of you that said yes, what would those associates say? What would those employees say? Would they say that they feel like you trust them or not? And it maybe it maybe go it maybe goes a little further than just what would they say? Because everybody's going to be the bobblehead and shake their head yes with that question. But what do their actions tell you? Because remember a few episodes back we talked about I hear with my eyes. Same situation here. What are the actions of the associates employees telling you? Are they telling you that that they feel trusted or not? And if they aren't, if they're telling you that they don't feel trusted, then give them opportunities to prove you wrong. Give them opportunities to shine. Give them opportunities to succeed. It's really important to, to think about. We think about integrity because we said that this episode was going to be about trust and integrity. It's it's critical. You have to have the integrity. And like we said in the simple recipe, part four, you know, do you do what you say you're going to do from an integrity standpoint? If you make a commitment, do you follow through on that commitment or does every little little thing that comes along? Does that seem to get in the way or is your commitment and your bond more important? And when you think about, you know, trust and integrity, it's it's great in front of you. It really is, right? I mean, everybody's going to do the right thing when the, when the leader is around. But what happens when you're not around? What are people doing when you're not around? When no one's looking? And for those of you uh, that, that may have been around where, where I work as a profession, you may have heard this story before, but there's a great story out there that really uh, is pretty telling about, you know, just just integrity. You know, it just talks about integrity and, and what the right thing to do is. And so uh, it's about a man named Nathaniel the shopkeeper. Now, Nathaniel the shopkeeper, he... He lived in a kingdom where it was ruled by a king uh, who was not married, had no descendants. And so when the king died, essentially the king had no one to give the kingdom to. Well, the king knew this and he said, you know, I've got to I've got to have somebody inherit this kingdom when I die because I have no I have no 
descendants to, to give it to. And so he got with uh, one of his one of his people. I don't know what, what their name, what their title would be, but he got with one of them and he said, I want you to send a note out to 100 of the shopkeepers, farmers, you know, masons, metal workers, you name it. I want you to send out 100 invites to come join me on this specific day and date that the king wanted to speak with them. Well, as directed, a hundred letters got sent out to all of the different shopkeepers, you know, the leather, uh, the leather workers, the iron workers, the, the farmers, all different types. And on that certain day and date, all of them showed up at the, at the castle um, in front of the king in the huge banquet hall. And as they're standing there, the king stands up from his throne and he says, you know, as you know, you know, I'm my health is not good right now. And I've and I've have no descendants to to pass my kingdom down to. So what I'd like for you to do is take one of these seeds and I want you to go home and I want you to care for this seed for a year. I want you to take care of it. I want you to, to just, you know, take take care of it. That's what I want you to do. And everybody kind of looked at themselves and like, take care of this seed. What in the world? Okay. So everybody got a seed, all the different shopkeepers. Well, there was one shopkeeper there by the name of Nathaniel that uh, got his seed and took it home, told his wife what the king had said about you know, hey, we have a chance to inherit the kingdom. You know, I just got to take care of this seed, you know. He said, let's get a pot and get some fertile soil. Let's go ahead and bury it. Maybe put a little little fertilizer on it. Let's make sure it's in a nice big pot, you know. I don't know what this seed is, but, you know, if it grows big, I want it to have a big enough pot. And he said... You know, let's make sure that we, we have it in plenty of sunshine. Make sure we water it. Not too much, but we water it enough. And so they planted the seed. And after about a week, maybe two, there wasn't even a, a sprout, not even a little sprig of anything. And he looks and he kind of, Nathaniel kind of scratches his head and he's like, man, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand uh, what's going on here. He says, well, let's just make sure the dirt's not packed in too much. Let's make sure, you know, everything's good. Make sure we're getting it in full sun. A couple more weeks pass by. Sure enough, no twig, no sprout, no anything. Really disappointed. He's really disappointed. And his wife is telling him, like, you're crazy, Nathaniel. What, what is going on here? Why are you doing this? And he said, well, he's like, this, this is our chance. You know, we, we, can, we can really put ourselves in a good position here. So he undid the soil. He refertilized it, put some, put some nutrients in the dirt, tried it again. And this process went on for an entire year. And for that entire year, there was nothing in, that came up out of that dirt. His wife got madder and madder throughout the year, as you can imagine. And sure enough, 
here come the letter that said it's time to meet back at the kingdom a year later to present to the king what, you know, how they had cared for the seed. So Nathaniel takes his pot that has the seed in it and seed only, not even a not even a twig. He goes up to the to the kingdom, up to the castle, and he's looking around at all these people's just beautiful plants. All the colors of the rainbow you can imagine beautiful greens and oranges and purples and reds, you name it, it was there. And he began to get really anxious. He's like, Man, what was I doing wrong? And everybody else was looking at Nathaniel like, Look at this guy over here. Look at this joker. And so, one at a time, the king called up different. Uh, the different shopkeepers and whatnot, and they would present their their seed. You know, many of them were flowers. Many of them were just beautiful. And he would send them back into the crowd, and the next one would get called up. Anxiety was building amongst everyone as every person came up. And finally... He gets, he gets finished, but he says, wait a minute. He said, I've only spoken with 99 people. We sent out 100 invitations. Who are we missing? And one of the, the king's people said, well, uh, Nathaniel, the shopkeeper, uh, we haven't heard from him. And so the king hollered out for, for Nathaniel, says, Nathaniel. The shopkeeper, you know, where are you? And Nathaniel was tucked away over in a corner all by himself. And he says, well, come, let's see what, you know, let's see how, how it went. And so as Nathaniel's walking up through the crowd, everybody is smirking and laughing and talking under their breath about what a fool Nathaniel was. Like, look at this guy. And so when he gets up to the king, he presents his pot, and, and the king said, well, what happened? Nathaniel said, I, I don't know. Your majesty, he said, I planted it. He said, I gave it fertile soil. I made sure it was in the sun. I watered it. I did everything that I could all year. He said, I just couldn't get it to grow. And the king said, okay, you can, you can step back. And about the you know a few moments later, the king stood up. He said, "I've made my decision on who is going to inherit the kingdom." And he said, "It's going to be Nathaniel the shopkeeper." And everybody was like, "What? What do you say? Are you kidding me? He couldn't. Oh my goodness, that's terrible." And he says, "Because here's the thing. I told you a year ago to take this seed." and to care for it for a year and to come back in a year's time. What I didn't tell you is that all of those seeds were boiled in oil, rendering them lifeless and unable to bear anything. And everybody just kind of looked at each other. And there was Nathaniel who had done what he was told, who did what he was told when no one else was looking. But think about everybody else. 
What did they do when no one else was looking? What you do when people can't see you speaks far more volumes than what you do when people can see you. Trust your people to do the right thing. Empower them to do the right thing. At the end of the day, that's really all we've got is trust that people will will do those right things. You know, and I think maybe on a side note from leadership, maybe that's just what we all need to do just as humanity. Just trust people. Give them, give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, now if there is no doubt, I, I get it. Take time to listen. As we've said before, listen to people. Listen to people's struggles. Listen to what people are going through. If you as a leader will listen, just listen, things can and will be so much better. Trust people. Earn trust by doing what you say you're going to do. Really a simple concept, and that's why this episode's not that long. You're the only one that can affect that. No one else. If you know that there's a trust issue between you and someone else, and, the, and, and you know maybe it's they don't trust you, ask them if you can talk to them. Say, hey, I realize that maybe uh, some trust had, has been uh, damaged here. I want to work to fix that. I know it's going to take some time, but I want to work to fix it. It takes a mighty big person in order to do that. So I encourage you to do it today. Sometime over this week, you know, just, just think about, as a leader, do you trust your people? How, are you, how do you show them that you trust them, right? So... That's what we've got for today. I know it wasn't uh, very long, very in-depth, but I think it's very appropriate for the, the time that we're in. And uh, I really appreciate uh, all the support. Um, you know, we're on episode eight, which is kind of amazing to me. And so I, I just, I, I genuinely thank you for, uh, for everything. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hearing... Um, from from folks that that I that I talked to, I've gotten some emails like, "Hey, I'm I'm telling these people about it, those people about it." I would love to hear from you. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on, um, you know, e- anything that we can we can do to help with. Anything I can do to, you know, if you've got ideas about show topics or whatnot, love to hear them. Uh, be sure to just send me an email or reach out to me on social media. Twitter is is a good one that I, I like a lot. So uh, find us on Twitter. Uh, all of that um, handle information is in the show notes. And so I hope you have a great rest of the uh, rest of your day. It's beautiful. It's starting to become really beautiful down here in the southeast. I hope it is where you are. And uh, you know, let's have a great week, everybody. Let's let's um, let's reach out. Let's connect with somebody you maybe haven't spoken to in a while. Uh, let's thank somebody for what they've done for you. Maybe you haven't 
thanked them in a while or maybe you've never thanked them. So let's uh, let's each one of us do our part in making this world a better place. Hope you have a great week and we will see you or talk to you rather next time.